0: Produced by Podcast Architects. Welcome back to another episode of The Path Forward here at TASA Midwinter in Austin, Texas. I'm joined by a very special guest, Dr. Matthew Gutierrez, Superintendent Seguin ISD. Thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Now I got to jump in. First semester of the year, technically we're back to normal after covid Give me some highlights from Seguin.
1: Yeah, we we are, you know, we consider it post-COVID, even though it's still here. But we had a really great first semester of school. A lot of great things are happening in our school district. We just launched this year's Strategic Plan 2.0. We completed the last Strategic Plan that was a four-year period and, and, and really built on that solid foundation. And things are just taking off. We've redesigned... Our middle schools, we are a system of great schools with the Texas Education Agency, so we have really disrupted what traditional middle school looks like, and that is exciting. Our community is excited about it, our teachers, but most importantly, our kids. So all of our core content uh, classes are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. On Friday, our students engage in a PBL block a GROW block, which is intervention or enrichment, and a SEL or whole child block. Wow. And so with the PBL block, what I'm really proud of is that our our kids are really solving real world problems specifically within our community, so it is Really given our kids ownership, um, afforded them the opportunity to engage in some really high, higher level thinking um, with their peers and and their teachers. And those are two of the biggest things that that I'm really proud of this year. And you know we accomplished a lot with that first strategic plan, and I'm looking forward to to what we're going to see in Seguin ISD in three or four years.
0: I mean, that's outstanding. So funny, funny thing is, rarely do you hear superintendents or districts talk about we finished a strategic plan and we're now we're
1: we're setting the goals higher so it's we int- live and breathe by that strategic plan and especially this one we've we've really put in place specific benchmarks and we give our board monthly updates we identify a bright spot and we identify a challenge and we track um, each strategic action and identify whether we're on track off track are we if we've completed it. And our community, just like our board of trustees, they, they monitor that plan too. So it's a living, breathing document um, that I'm really proud of. It took us 12 months to develop that strategic plan. Right. And I've been in several districts and I've never seen anything like this. Right. And so it's taken a, a great team to, to make make this happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's literally your playbook, and, and everything should be aligned. It there. is. It's, it's absolutely our, our blueprint. You know, and you know as well as I do, sometimes we have a tendency to do the work, and then that st- strategic plan either sits on the desk or sits on somebody's laptop, and we don't dive into it until it's the next time or, or, or star scores come out or what have you. So, you know, that's a great job. I commend you and your team for being able to not only Engage in the work, but finish and then say, hey, we're going to set the next one. Our goals are even going to be higher. Yeah,
1: and there's there's a lot of trust in the process, so much so that even our board, uh, they only evaluate, evaluate me on four four things. Right. There are four specific goals that they have set out, and so there's no surprises when it comes to my evaluation. They, they evaluate, evaluate me on those four goals that are uh, based on that strategic plan and so there's that accountability from the top all the way down um, to the classroom level so i want to
0: switch gears and and i may embarrass you a little bit here but i i gotta admit when i started uh you know as a principal and then to an assistant superintendent i was not conscious of messaging of sharing all of the the positive things i was always all right head down in the work you know, you don't want anything out there because there is a chance it can go wrong. Um, and through a, through a mutual friend, Dr. Zamora, she mentioned, hey, you need to take a look and see what, what Matthew's doing out there in Saguin And so I didn't know what she meant. Uh, she said, and you need to get on social media. You need to be more aware of all of those components. And so I started, I followed you and I started, and we had met and I started looking and I was amazed at how you were sharing the success of the district, and I got to tell you and i don 't know if you know this you were one of the leaders and the first I, I believe in of our of our colleagues to really leverage the great things that are happening and leading through a lens of like hey we 're going to tell our story uh, because if you don't you know other people will tell it for you how did you know to do that what I mean how did that come into being and, and how have you just you know been the leader in that space
1: so I came into Seguin ISD in 2017 and quickly realized, even before my first day, that we weren't telling our story. Other people were telling our story, whether it, it was people in the community or in surrounding communities or even statewide, and it wasn't a positive story, and there were great things that were happening, but we were about to embark on a new journey, too and so we really needed to change the perceptions out there and really elevate our school district, celebrate our, our successes, celebrate our teachers, our administrators, all stakeholders, and so I knew that we were going to really need to be strategic uh, to, to really uh, open the doors to our classrooms right. and, and our schools because it was really hurting us as as a school district. But in addition to that, there's competition, right? We have a charter school in Seguin, there's a private school. And we've got things that are going on with public schools and just a lot of misinformation out there. So we took a really aggressive approach, I did specifically, and and really started to build a, a community, not just within our school district, but within the Seguin ISD community, and it gave our community an opportunity to really see the work of a superintendent. And and if they're paying attention, my hope is that they see that I lead with love. And I really do believe that the community sees that, that they have a leader who who cares, but they see that we have principals who care, teachers who care, child nutrition workers who care, custodians who care, and it really changed how people felt about Seguin ISD, we passed Uh, bond 2019 with almost 70% approval with the football stadium um, one that had not been able to pass for over 20 years we just passed uh, bond 2022 the largest in in history of Seguin ISD and I I really think that that really started with telling our story on social media and getting that support and, and really elevating the work that we're doing and you know we just had System of great schools in Seguin ISD back in November, and we had about 20 school districts come to see what we're doing specifically at the middle schools. And I really do think it starts with utilizing and capitalizing on the use of social media.
0: Now, how do you get your administrators more? In, I mean, engaged with that? Because I, I would imagine you know when you started, there's probably a little bit of hesitation. There was. Uh, how do you how do you help them see the the, the positive power of it?
1: Well, and it took really establishing trust in, in so, social media because we weren't using it. Right. Uh, so you can't, you've got to live it and experience it to truly understand. And so I was actually leading the principal learning my first couple of years in Sagina ISD. And part of that was incorporating um, Twitter chats, uh, whether it was just with the leadership group or even engaging in Twitter chats with all teachers one evening are engaging in just national Twitter chats. And so we had our administrators create um, social media accounts. They started um, highlighting their their work, their their schools, and then they started seeing that more people in the community were getting involved. And, and it was really amazing. So after that, things just became natural and you had teachers uh, sharing and schools sharing and just everyone in the system sharing. And, and now we have a, a line of people in the community and businesses and industries that want to support our schools. And they're pouring in just a lot of resources um, into our schools. And that wasn't happening before. You know,
0: it's a, it's amazing to see the transformation because I feel like I've seen it for for, for since I started following you in 2017 and seen the transformation in the district in terms of wow, I had no idea. Like I had no idea. And you have you have a, a well earned reputation of being an innovator. One thing that I saw in there that blew me away, and I want you to tell the story behind it. You had a bus. Was it a bus? And you you made some adjustments to that bus for some for, for some of your special education students.
1: We did during the. COVID shutdown, and then even after when kids were already coming back. But a lot of our medically fragile kids, um, many of which were, are in special education, uh, were not, they, they couldn't come to school. Right. Um, quite understandable. So what I thought of this idea and I knew that okay, wh- team you got it. Gonna what, what I was gonna think was crazy.
0: What was the inspiration? Like how did you, I'm always interested, like how did, did it just like?
1: Well, because I knew we were going making home visits yeah. and I thought we do have additional buses like why not turn those buses into classrooms where we can provide our services to the kids at their home so that they can get a school experience because a lot of kids were they were missing out on the school experience right. and oftentimes they couldn't they couldn't even engage in the virtual platform with other kids and so what we thought of was creating a classroom within a bus where they could get all of their special education services um, at the convenience of right there in at their home. And I even had the opportunity to go on a few of those visits and just to see the faces of these kids light up because school was here. Yeah, that's a, was, unbelievable. It was priceless. Uh, and and our, our staff found it to be very rewarding too. And so we just didn't skip a beat um, when it came to providing services to our kids.
0: So tell me, so when you, when you rolled this, like when you threw the idea out there, what was the reaction of your, of your I'm assuming transportation was like, huh?
1: Well, they're also accustomed to the crazy to ideas. They're used to it by now. So I don't <laughs> think that they were too shocked. But the, the great thing is the people in Seguin, all staff, they're all in for kids, yeah. and so there was a, there's, there's a willingness to go above and beyond, and no hesitation, and it was a matter of days before a bus was transformed into a classroom. Have you thought about,
0: so you, t- you try that, or, or someone tries that five years before, that's not something that would have been possible for for those students. Have you thought about the impact of that? Like, had I had someone tried this and we had and, and we've not made the transformation through your leadership, your team's leadership for the district, that that reality would not have been possible for some of our neediest students. Have you, th- have you really thought about the impact? No, of I don't know.
1: Sometimes I I feel like you get so involved in the day to day, and I probably don't spend enough time just really reflecting on things but like think that about here. that think about
0: that impact if you're a parent of, of a special needs student right and there there's so much that they take on for for their 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 children and and you know as well as i do we, we've been in those arts we've had those discuss- and sometimes it breaks your heart because there's only so much that can happen and then you have covid come and because you have created this culture where like you said staff isn't this all right all right what what's next what's next Dr. G just give us whatever crazy idea we're going to make it happen and to have that have that innovation bring something to a child that would have not been possible 2 years ago 5 years ago do you do you understand like what what, what could what that means to a kid and to a parent?
1: I'm I'm trying to embarrass yeah, you but that
0: I, but that's a hell of an accomplishment it
1: really puts things in perspective and and our parents really appreciated what we did. And, you know, they they have a lot of struggles yeah. um, because they are dedicating, and oftentimes a lot of these parents are dedicating their lives to taking care of their children who have all of these needs. And so it was all falling on them for, for a short time. Absolutely. And, and they just really appreciated what the district was able to do, not just for their children, but, but for them too, because it was an opportunity to, for, for the parent, if, if a parent chose to sit with their child to see how sure. our staff interacts with their children to, you know, really help give them the tools to be able to reinforce at home too. Yep. I,
0: I remember when I saw it, I, I, I went and showed my wife, she's an educator in sci and I said, this is the stuff that what leadership is right here. This is what we should be doing, right. And, and as much as we have to do with with all of the management, all of the responsibilities of, of just making school run, this is the this is the thing that changes lives. This is the thing that changes our communities. Um, and she said, "Well, how did you do?" That? I said, "He he just got it done. He got it done." So I don't know. I have not talked to him about it. Uh, I don't know well. I don't know him well enough to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, man, what? How did you do that?" But what I do know. Is there was a need, and he had some. He, his staff, whoever did this and made this happen. There's extreme trust because he said, "Get this done. It's in the best interest of kids." And next thing you know, you have it done. So I wanted to say that that you probably didn't know that, but that was a huge moment for me to be able to see that and think, "This is what it's about." All the stuff that you deal with, all the things you know, the good, the it really bad. The, it, that's it's, what about it's about
1: transforming lives and doing whatever it takes to. able to accomplish that and I just I've been fortunate my entire time in Seguin to work with people who are willing and and open-minded but I I can even just talk about an idea and people make it happen it doesn't even need to be we need to do people want to do more for the students in our school district and I really do believe it's that culture that collective responsibility that is really helped to to move Seguin ISD. Last question,
0: you've you've accomplished a great deal for your, for your students, your community there.
1: Where do you go from here? What, how do you continue to raise the bar for your kids? There's still a lot of work to be done and we are on the right path in Seguin. We had the, the best year as far as academic performance in the spring of 2022. Um, since 2010, although our letter grade doesn't match up, but most of our schools are high-performing. But TEA recognizes the flaws in the system, but we're proud of the progress that we're making. Um, Our North Star goal is to have 80% or more of our students in AB, our better seat, within two years. And I, I truly believe we're on the way, but it takes a village to make that happen, not just our... Our employees, not just our teachers, but right. it takes community support, and we're finally in a place like all of the right puzzle pieces are finally together in Seguin ISD, where we have just an outpouring of support coming into our our school district. That was really, I, I'd say, the final missing piece because I felt like we had made so much progress, but what we've got that now.
0: So you're you're well on your way. We are. Well. I- I want to first of all thank you for joining me and, and having this discussion, but also thank you for for leading. And when people say, "Hey, you're never really aware of, of of your influence as a leader," and you're never really aware of how you impact others, but don't take that for granted. I'm telling you, it has impacted me a great deal, and it's part of the reason why I started a podcast because I wanted to have conversations with colleagues about the problems and the solutions. But it was. This would not have happened had Martha said, hey, you need to wow. check, I'm, I'm, I'm being. I have so much respect for her. I, I, well, she's.
1: So that means a lot.
0: She's the best, but she knew that I needed to open my eyes and she saw what you were doing and said, you need to take a page out of his book. And ever since then, I've been trying to continue to layer in and uh, I thank you for that. Thank you for that. And I really appreciate all that you're doing, I know your community does as well. So, thank you for being here. Uh, to all of our viewers, our listeners, please like, subscribe, comment. Uh, if teachers, if you want to work for an innovator, somebody that leads with love in a great school district, Dr. Gutiérrez and Seguin. Seguin is the place. Is there, where do they need to find you? I know we've got your Twitter handle, anything, but is there anything
1: you want to shout out? Yeah. Uh, Twitter is, is a great place to find me, uh, at Dr. Matt Gutierrez. And I uh, look forward to connecting and, and networking.
0: Fantastic. Thanks, Matt. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Produced by Podcast Architects.